Peace and blessings to everybody out there in cyberspace. Wow. This is yours truly, the Dynamite King of Swing, Dave. So, broadcasting live and direct from Moves Music in the heart of Little Five Points, Atlanta. And you are checking out the World Peace Podcast with Brother J. Mad. Dig? World Peace. World Peace. Alright, so we here, man. World Peace Podcast, episode 62. We rolling through them. Happy belated Thanksgiving, everybody. Shout out to um oh, shout out, shout out to the Rose and Hemp CBD products on Stone Mountain. Shout out to the uh Substance Podcast. Shout out to um First Fucking Time Podcast. But well, we here, it's the World Peace Podcast, episode 62. I got the singer, song, writer, rapper, extraordinaire, Zoria Mar on the building. He gave, he was like, yo, man, the people appreciate you giving us, the world appreciates you giving us a little bit of time to tap into the World Peace Podcast, man. Uh, it's no problem, bro. So I just wanted, I want to thank you for that. You know, I know you're a busy guy, so we're going to get right to it. Um... First question is just how you doing today? That's you know generic, regular. Just how you feeling, man? Bro, I feel good. I feel good. I feel like it's been a long ass year. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely say that. But <laughs> just knowing that we're about to be hit, hit December, I feel like I'm about to hit my little stride, catch a little break, mm-hmm. and just try to appreciate all the all, all the blessings and all the just honest, honestly all the wins, right. all the lessons of the year, really. Did you take some time? It is the end of the year. Did you take some time to reflect on your W's? Not yet. Like, I, I, I actually been dropping so much stuff. And I know that November was probably going to be the month that I was supposed to chill a little a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like it's probably going to be December because like, I had a couple other things that I wanted to drop real quick. For sure. So, um, but yeah, December's probably going to be that reflect month. Trying to just appreciate the wins, blessings, lessons. Uh, honestly, honestly, everything that's happened this year, man, just for better or for worse. Shout out to Dubs and Ash and shit. Yeah. Um, let's take it back, man, all the way back, man. Um, who, um, well, let's start with this. Where are you from, for the people who don't know? Greater from Atlanta, north side. Shout out to all that shit. And, and um, who would you say are some of your biggest inspirations with this music shit, man? So, we say um, Dr- Travis Scott, okay. Drake. Big Sean, Party Next Door, um, Black. Right. It honestly stems it stems so it stems so far, you know. And it even um, apart from music, I also um, I also um, take influ- influence and inspiration from artists like Pablo Picasso, okay. um, Salvador Dali, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. What? Like I'm, I'm always finding inspiration from different places, you feel me? That's dope. Can you tell me, like, um, like what's something that you can, like, what is something you took from Pablo Picasso? Just, like, his his willingness to be able to always just change, like, always just be, be able to switch it up. Always willing to push the boundaries of what art, of what your art can be. Um, not really being confined to one box, not being confined to one space, you know? That's dope. That's dope. Um, I feel like... He's, like, I feel like he's always at the he was, he was always at the forefront of challenging of challenging artistic spaces, mm-hmm. and I think that that's what I, that's what I aspire for my art to personally be. You feel me? So you don't like any boxes. What what is um what gets you inspired to make a song then? Wow. It really just I feel like inspiration comes from so many different places. Like I know that sometimes you'll be in the shower and then inspiration would literally pop up in your head and you'll start singing melodies and whatnot. But also, it could um, be 
emotions. It could be um, people. It could be an experience. Um, you really take from everything, really. Take a lot of melodies and shit in the shower and shit. But everybody not a great singer like y'all. Come on, melodies and shit in the shower. I can't come out and bust out a, a song and shit like that, bro. But you seem to come out with this whole project, Melody Lane. Um, so I want you to tell me, like, like, just walk me through like how it came together. Um, the album? Yeah. Or the whole project. Bro, so it's crazy because quarantine hit, and honestly, I was just trying to. I was, I was honestly just looking for. Um, Shit to do, right. really. Right. Like just trying to just stay, stay creative and stay busy. Mm-hmm. So, um, on my birthday, I, I got a session. Sure. I recorded um, "Resentment" and "Butterflies," mm-hmm. and from there, I, I recorded a couple other tracks. And then I was only, I was only gonna drop the singles um, for the entire year, like that was my plan. But then uh, my manager Ian hit me up, and he was like, "Bro, like you got all these songs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, at this point, you should just go ahead and start working on a project." And I was I was obviously down for the project idea, but wow. it honestly ended up turning out to be a whole thing. The deeper we, the deeper and deeper we got into the process, when mm-hmm. I started recording, like, like I, 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 honestly, all the songs started becoming like a storyline in a sense. So I tried to just mold it into mold it into a story to where you can listen almost like it's a book. Right. So um, right. when I recorded like two or three tracks on each side of the project, then I started realizing I was like, okay, all these songs start to have a different vibe. Well, not all the songs, but like the, the sides of the project started having different vibes, and I was like, you know, let me just go ahead and make it a side A and side B affair with the um with the interlude in between to kind of break it up a little bit. For sure. Tell me about balance, man. That's one of my favorite songs on there. That came, I guess, later. So how did that? Yeah, so- well, not even not how did not how did it come together, but tell me like um what you were trying to convey or get across with that song yeah so balance i wrote balance early on in quarantine when i was really trying to figure out like what like what to do you know like i felt like there was a bunch of stuff that i mean like i felt like that was a time where everybody was kind of bummed out about quarantine Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out like how they can make it useful and that was at the time when i just um was kicked out of my dorms for for, um because of quarantine and i was forced to just pretty much be put into like pushed into the real world without any real transition so it was pretty much about me just appreciating the highs and lows of everything and trying to figure out that like that there will be great days there'll be bad days but honestly finding like but that's what makes you know that i think that's what makes it all worth it at the, at the end of the day and you got to find your balance for sure for so sure. i felt like when I was going through that process, I was like, I felt like this song honestly was going to be the anthem for my entire year, you know? Yeah. But that's kind of how I approached it. You seem to be a very a glass half full kind of guy. At least I get that impression. And not even in like a, like a real genuine way, too. Not even in a funny way. Like a real just like optimistic kind of person. You think I'm right with that? Am I off base? Or? Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like everything is about how you approach it you know like you're given like you're given a sick you're, you're, you're given certain what's it called um i guess you're, you're given you're given certain things and you got to figure out what to do with them at the end of the day and you could either choose to to like look at the negative or you could choose to look at how how you could turn this into an opportunity opportunity mm-hmm. and i felt like with this with, with the entire quarantine and 
um, Corona and everything. Like, there was so much bullshit that, that came with it, but um, I do feel like it was, a, it was so, there's so much opportunity that, opportunity that came out of the entire situation of it all. And for me, like, I felt like it was probably the prime opportunity to, to create and write and reflect and really, really dive in into what into the creative process and make it the most genuine process you could possibly be like there was nobody rushing to drop anything there was nobody i mean nobody was really like expecting expecting it out of you mm -hmm. it was just like a, it was a time where i really just was able to take my time and stack paper mm -hmm. and do everything that i needed to do to, to actually make it the best that i make the best thing possible you know yeah and i felt like when i dropped it at the end of october or middle of October, I felt like that was prime time. Like there was, like at that point, it was like, all right, this is like the tail end of the year, and this is pretty much the body of work that people could see. Like, oh damn, like this nigga's been working forever, mm -hmm. like all oh, the entire year. Yeah, and honestly, at the beginning of quarantine, I didn't really even think. Like I didn't think that an album, like creating an album, was gonna be like the thing that I did at the at the, at the um, end of the year. But right. but I, like this opportunity, so. I feel like now is gonna. I feel like now would be the prime opportunity to drop a project that could define the year or even define your career years down the line, mm -hmm. whichever it may be. No, I'm with that, man. I definitely think you made like just listening to the project and like conversations that we've had. Um, I definitely think you've made the best out of this universal fucking downtime that we've had. Um, Where? But yo. Um, with that, I want to show everybody else what the fuck you've been doing too, man. So, um, I, is it, if it's okay with you, I want to play Balance because that's one of my favorite records on there. Yeah, bro. Spin that shit. Spin that shit. We're going to get into Balance. Zoria Mar. Melody Lane is out right motherfucking now. Fresh project from yes. your boy Zoria. We're going to play this real Please quick. Please add and download that. That's right. And stream we, that. Yo, stream that shit. And we're going to get back to him with some more questions after this record. Podcast episode 62 with my, my man Zoria Moore. That was balance. Fuck with it. 
Melody Lane is out right yes, now. Scream that shit. Scream that shit. Scream that shit and scream that shit. That's what I said. Yes, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Zori, I got a question for you. What's the dream collaboration for you? Dream collab? Yeah. Oh, my God, bro. Producers or engineers or just everything? All right, so check this out, right? This is really like a two-fold question. I got a dream collaboration for you, producer, whatever, right? But then also, okay. what's like a dream collab of like two artists you would want to see this in? Oh man, so I feel like producer wise, I would love to work with Pierre. Like, I feel like right. his sound, I feel like his sound, A, he's from Atlanta. I would love to work, we're not from Atlanta, but he, he works out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I would love to work with somebody like that. And his, like his sound is able, like his melodic trap. I feel like I can, I can fall into that category wow. and be able to make some dope shit with him. Um, even Metro Boomin, like he's proven that he's able to um, be extremely versatile because he's been working with, like not only like of, like the people that we know in Atlanta, but he's been branching out working with people like what's his what's dude's name, um, James Blake, and like you would have never really thought that he would have paired up with him. But um, I think that being able to work with people that are able to mold their sound or mold their sound to their beats in a seamless way would be so dope. Um, working with engineer Mike Dean, like his work with Kanye and working with Travis is honestly otherworldly. I feel like he's probably the best engineer in the game, and nobody's really touching his stuff. Like nobody. Um, being able to have him on my vocals would be like a dream. And shoot, um, as far as dream collaborations as with artists, there's so many people. Like for real, but I probably would say. Um, I would love to work with Janae Aiko. Mm-hmm. Janae Aiko. Um, I, I really do feel like my voice is able to pair really well with the, with a female voice, especially when they're able to um like do the do the higher melodies, and I can just go ahead and take um take a lower melody. And um, I like the balance that that comes with the track. And um, yeah, she can write. She's a great writer. And honestly, a last person. Damn, I don't know. That's that's this is a hard question. You asking a real question, Jay Math? I've been thinking, man. <laughs> Yo, um, you know what? Damn, this is tough. What about two artists that you like, like you know, you fuck with, that you listen to, that haven't done a song together? Wow, that you're like, man, those two guys need to do a song together. Hey, it's me and J-Math, host of the World Peace Podcast, creator of Show Discipline Magazine. I want to give a major shout-out to the Rose and Hemp. Um, they are our new partners, our new sponsors. They are a CBD product company. They have all types of CBD, CBD products at their store in Stone Mountain, Georgia, 963 Main Street, Stone Mountain, Georgia. Um, the Rose and Hemp CBD products, we definitely approve of that. Over here at the World Peace Podcast. Um, so shout out to them, man. And um, we happy to announce our new sponsors, man. Back to the episode. Mm. I feel like... Damn, let me... Hold on. I'm coming with it, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like... I feel like... I feel like Black Pair with anybody would be, would be a great collab. His voice is crazy. Yeah, like, I feel like... Mm. His voice is nuts. I'm going for Yeah, shit. Hold on. This is the act, bro. You asked me, bro. So I, I listen to so much music. Like, I've been I feel thinking like about it, and I'm like, it could be a dream. 
Yo, bro, I just, but look, I didn't I just, come up okay, with answers. I, I, I was just asking. I, got you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Kane and Paula, okay. Kane and Paula yep. with John Tolliver would be a crazy collab because mm. the, the melodies in there wow. are stuff that I never even heard Damn, before. That's like, a good idea. I don't even know how to even come up with this shit out of their brain, bro. Yo, <laughs> shout out to Zori. That's a good idea right there. That yeah, we got the, record, yeah, we got to tag them in this one, bro. That's a good one right there. Yes, hit them up. All right, so look. Get out on way. So look, man, they got all this Grammy bullshit coming out. This, this we gonna drop this soon, so we can talk about some recent shit. So um, everybody's really upset. It seems to be upset about the Grammys. Was that ever wow. been like one of your things? Like, did you ever? Are you looking to get a Grammy at Zuri Amar one day? Or are you looking at things like I don't know right now? Um, so like I know that. I've always wanted to be. I've always wanted to be at the Grammys and wanted to get a Grammy, and I think that that would be like a blessing. Like if it, if, it, if I was if I was meant for me, because I know that whatever meant, went for meant for me is not going to pass me by. Mm-hmm. But I do know that in 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 the past, I know that the Grammys have not always even really been meant for like black artists. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't built for us, and we see it time and time again where the most talented writers and the most talented singers don't always even get the Grammys. You know, sure. and. So I feel like as an artist, I feel like it's it would be detrimental to myself to um to pretty much create I guess I guess create an aura of how big my artistry is or how important my artistry is based on an award. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it would be a blessing. But I just feel like my art is my art is deeper than that. It's beyond that. And I feel like at the end of the day, if I'm able to impact people, the people around me, and impact people out here that I don't even know. I feel like that's, I feel like that would be a bigger than a Grammy for me. Like I, like people hitting me up and telling me that I was able to change their life or to change the way, change their way of thinking. For sure. I feel like that would be way more rewarding for me. Wow. that. Um, let me see. Uh, how you feel about Big Shine? Just dropped his album D2. I know it's something we've been talking about. Um, <laughs> Yo, like it's crazy if you say that. Like I was actually dead ass just working out to that joint this morning. Like I work out to that album religiously. So it didn't get I think that, was that shit. Didn't, that's one of those albums that I'm like could have got nominated, and I don't think it got nominated. I was, bro, I was shook. Like I was shocked. Like that album right there should have been. It could have been not like honestly nominated for album of the year. Yeah. To be honest, and I'm not like, even. Like, I'm with you on that, and I'm not even the biggest Sean fan, and that's a that's a solid, <laughs> solid. Him and it's a, that's a body of work. Yeah, him Top and to bottom. Dog, for sure. Word. But yeah, it didn't get nominated, and I'm just like, that's one of those things. Um, to you, is Big Sean a top five rapper in the past decade? I would say so. Top, right. top, in, the, in the last decade, absolutely. The last, the He's past, been so consistent. Is, you know what I mean? He's been so consistent. Like the, the first five names that come to my mind when I think about the top rappers are Drake, Travis, J. Cole, Kendrick, and Sean. Mm. Like off rip. Yeah, Every, Travis like, in there too. Like, those are the first five names. And I mean, like, you can, I mean, but you can throw in, like, I mean, there's so many different sub subgenres. For sure. As far as, as far as dropping bodies, like a quality body of work every single time, like, like he's been consistent across the board and even across features and everything. Like, yeah, I, I personally feel like he hasn't really, I feel like he hasn't really missed right. on anything, or at least had a crazy miss, like some like a lot of other rappers that are dope, but some of their albums just haven't weren't weren't really there for me. The dudes you gotta compare Sean to aren't like 
little names. They're like, if you're going to compare Sean to somebody, you got to compare him to the Coles and the Kendricks and Drakes and all that. Truly, yeah. The bracket. Yeah, like, and this album, bracket. this album even did that. Yeah, I think like, I feel like this album kinda, truly was like boom. him putting himself, like, or reasserting himself amongst the top, amongst the top rappers. Like, yeah. this album, like, it, it was, it wasn't just him just rapping over a bunch of beats and just mixing the words. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he covered so many, so much ground over, as to what he was talking about. He talked about, he talked about getting, I guess, black, black financial, um, black financial, what's it called? Um, freedom. Mm-hmm. He talked about black mental health. Holistic he talked medicine. About, he talked about black love. Mm-hmm. He talked about um, holistic medicine. Like mm-hmm. he, he covered so much ground on the project that a lot of people, I feel like in our generation definitely needed to hear. And it's Especially slapped. from somebody that is considered like one of the, um, one of the biggest role, I guess, role model artists of this mm-hmm. decade I, I feel like that was needed from that was needed mm-hmm. nah me too me too it was like there, it was, I feel like the album was therapeutic in a way I got more questions but I feel like we good like right here like I feel like this is so, I feel like we really good I feel like we got some good shit good conversation for people and I didn't want to hold you up either but I do again I appreciate you for joining me for the podcast and shit um yeah that's love appreciate you for having me nah man this is this is the shit you got we gotta do this again yeah, again. absolutely, bro. Just hit me up. Let me know when we can do this. Yeah, we got to do it again. Um, why don't you give out some of your information, letting people know where they can find you. Melody Lane is out now. Oh. Stream that. Y'all, so whoever who is, whoever's on the call, y'all can go ahead and follow me on Instagram. Wow. Um, also, um, I have all my music out on all platforms under my name, Zori Amar. Spelled the same exact way on IG. Y'all, please go get at me. I just had an album drop called Melody Lane. I got more stuff on the way. But just be patient with me. We're going to come into 2021 swinging. That's so, right. that's love. That's right. That's right. Zori, thank you. And everybody who tuned in on IG is coming out on Spotify. We're dropping on Show Discipline Magazine later and all that good shit. Um, that's really it, man. Peace and chicken grease. That's it. That's all. Win, lose, or draw. Shout out to Zori, man. Thank again. you, man. Y'all be safe. Yeah, man. Be safe out here, buddy. I'm going to try, man. You be good, man. I'm going to talk to you soon. All right, bet. Say right. less. Peace, peace, peace. Peace out to y'all, too, man. I'm going to get on out of here. Y'all stay black, man. And be safe and, you know, all that good shit.